0: well
1: i slept very well last night i had a glass of whiskey before i went to bed and <laughs> had beautiful dreams that's actually pretty close of races slap
0: slap well i i think that's how it's spelled anyway some it's probably not how you say it in flemish <laughs> means uh good night oh. good night to the belgian gp and hello to the italian one i know danny o'dwyer
1: Hell, you went. You went with. The, I was. I was listening intently to hear if you would go with the, the Italian or the Flemish. And the good thing about those two languages is that they sound nothing alike, so it's very <laughs> easy to distinguish which is which. Um, you've been doing a lot of international voices, Mister. I put up a video about Chernobyl with people <laughs> speaking Ukrainian at the start. Yes. Nice work.
0: I got to I got to direct a Ukrainian voice actor. That's that was that, really cool.
1: Was it worried? Was it like getting a tattoo in Indonesia and you're like, Maybe she's saying what I'm asking her to say, or maybe she's saying the lyrics to the a song or fuck this guy, he's not paying it's me totally enough. Like that. Or...
0: It's to, it's totally like that. She could have said any literally anything. Right? Cause I think what uh what a lot of voice actors will do is if you give them a um like a piece of a script to read Mm -hmm. for a test like here try out this uh this audio and uh and uh, audition for for my part all right and if the part is small if like that's the only thing that they're reading and you have them demo it they will watermark it so they'll like change a word or something so that you can't use their demo for free
1: oh very good yeah so is that what happened uh this is like the voice acting version of lorem ipsum dollar
0: <laughs> she i don't know she may have watermarked it the first time before i before i you know selected her as the uh as the actor but i don't know i would have no way of knowing dude, I, you have multiple ukrainian rescue? Do
1: dude multiple ukrainian voice actresses actors voice people Oops. uh Yes. Wow. I auditioned and
0: two and chose one. Was
1: it like was there were you sitting in a chair and it was a big stage and they walk out one by one?
0: <laughs> yeah, and I'm chewing on a pencil with a yeah. clipboard and,
1: and you're like, mm, You've got we'll it. call you. I like your moxie. <laughs>
0: exactly. Well it ended up uh, in a
1: wonderful video, so congratulations. Thank you very and much. Hopefully you're not terribly
0: irradiated. Uh, she told me I had the equivalent of 150 bananas worth of radiation. So whoa, that's, I'm gonna say that. that's okay. It's about the same amount of radiation I have this year. Then, oh,
1: that's amazing. You didn't bring back your Geiger suit like Werner Goff or your, your hazmat suit like Werner did.
0: D- Werner,
1: yeah, did you go to Chernobyl? Games, yeah, was back in the day, man, when Stalker, Call of
0: Pripyat, or whatever was getting done, they brought them out there. <laughs> And And they gave them suits? That sounds like some uh, Project Natal on Jimmy Fallon thing. You don't actually need suits.
1: Uh, Yeah, exactly. They gave them suits they probably didn't need. Uh, But then Werner brought it back and had it hanging in his house and then started getting pains in his legs and then decided to get rid of it. Yeah, There's a whole story about it. It's pretty messed up.
0: Wow. Uh, Welcome to Shift F1, a (laughs) podcast about speedy race cars, (laughs) as you can tell uh apologies for the sound that's happening uh, outside my window yeah, what is I've that i've been doing construction huh. on my street all week which appears to involve uh just reversing trucks that's all that's all they do the trucks just back up back and forth down the street you gotta keep moving the trucks uh, so, so people think you're still working right it's really hard to do i've had to record all my voiceover between the hours of six and seven a.m <laughs> how long so has it been, been going fun. on uh what the editing no the construction work oh uh past
1: two weeks oh that's deeply upsetting (laughs) jesus it's rough two weeks i just get like screaming drunk people outside my house and skateboarders (laughs) actually Oh, for some reason they like to skate the car park uh, across the road like two in the morning
0: i get uh, skateboarders skateboarding on the side of my building oh you got a sweet (laughs) wally ride there i guess nice did you watch qualifying, Danny? I sure didn't. I watched <laughs> the race.
1: Uh, I watched it at 3 a.m. while very uh, drunk in, in New Jersey um, at a friend's, uh-huh. at a friend's uh, wedding soiree, um, mm. which wasn't in a Taco Bell. Uh, but huh. well, uh, Weird. <laughs> That's a loaded thing to say. Um, but uh, from what I remember, it was great. Uh, I didn't watch qualifying at all, though, sadly.
0: Wow, you must be uh, the only, well, the only one of us, I guess, that, that liked this race. I thought it was ridiculously boring. Really? Yeah. There was overtaking. There was some overtaking. There was some. I just, I don't know. It was the Force Indias having fun, as usual. Right. I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Spa's fun. This race, I don't know. I had, like, some bullet points, but that was kind of... Okay. That yeah, kind of to, to be me. fair,
1: my, my notes are probably maybe a third the length of what they usually are. Um, <laughs> which, again, may have something to do with the fact that I was watching this at 3 a.m. Um, while drunk <laughs> uh, in a room where my wife was sleeping, so trying not to type. Uh, but, but also, uh, I mean, hey, man, we got a double header. We still got to talk about Monza on this podcast. So
0: True. Maybe... So let's blow through this thing. Sure. Uh, fortunately, it is just a, a, a few highlights. Uh, throughout, but let's start with the grid here. Hammy on top, mm. starting first. Behind him, Sebastian Vettel, followed by Botas, Raikkonen, Verstappen, Ricardo, which is kind of, if you could sum up how this whole year qualifies, I bet that would yeah, kind of. After that, though, not so much. Holkenberg in seventh, yeah. followed by Perez, Ocon, and Fernando Alonso in tenth place. Nice work, sir. Uh, his teammate, Stoffel Van Dorn, earned 65 grid place penalties for, for changing his changes. car. Yeah, for changing things on his car why would why would anyone do that weird yeah uh Grosjean's in 11th followed by Magnussen, Signs, Palmer, Stroll, Massa, Erickson, Verline, and Kaffiet oh and then Vandorn yeah Massa in the back he did yeah uh Williams is not doing too hot hmm. uh this weekend in in qualifying also having some weird issues in qualifying, is Kimi Räikkönen. He said he was having vibrations in the rear all the way through qualifying and was still reporting them on the recon lap. Uh, but by the time he finished that, they were able to make some changes in the uh, in the garage. Haunted, so, haunted car, classic. It <laughs> it really is. Um, Palmer also had a gearbox problem in mm. qualifying, and so he is starting deep. He, he just he he can't buy a break. He was actually doing uh, kind of all right in qualifying, mm. but. We'll start from what is it, Uh, fourteenth? Yeah, with that five-place penalty. Uh, One other (laughs) funny thing from qualifying, I thought I think it was qualifying. Fernando Alonso uh, went too fast through a corner. Wait, he went he went so fast. So the cars, these are very sophisticated cars, but apparently they can't use GPS for their uh, positional telemetry. Okay, so. For the car to know where the driver is on track, it tracks things like how fast he is. So if he slows down here, oh, he must be in this corner because he's had so many seconds of acceleration, blah, blah, blah. Fernando Alonso went too fast through a corner, and so his car didn't know where he was and was expecting a slower speed, so it slowed him down. Oh, that's so funny. So Fernando Alonso too fast for his own car that's
1: wait. i had no idea that i know they obviously do a lot of adjustments um primarily for things like brakes and gears uh, in between corners but are you telling me that like they have an intelligent system which like rates the engine based on where they think they are
0: uh, i i didn't look too much into that's the technicalities of it it that. might just be like a curse thing like it was uh, right, harvesting yes. energy when it should have at been accelerating yeah that's yeah. crazy.
1: I'd love to know what corner was. Yeah, That's really funny. Uh,
0: as as you mentioned, yeah, Massa had a, a bad pre race weekend. He crashed in free practice two. Didn't our pre practice mm, free practice one? Pre practice did not take part part in free practice two, uh, and then got a penalty in free practice three for ignoring double yellows. Mm. There's so, a lot of that yeah. going around. There is indeed. <laughs> uh spoilers
1: you want to take us through the start sure do uh lights out away they went and I, honestly everyone kind of had a pretty good jump hamilton out in front um made the play stick uh into the first corner it was relatively t- tidy the force Indias and hulkenberg i think had a little bit of a tap around the first turn and that turned into a, a much bigger tap when hulkenberg uh, went around the outside um forcing perez and Akant to actually tap wheels um, going up uh, into the the second corner and um, just cresting oh, the rouge it? incredible lucky to nobody um uh you know spun out or did anything it would be a disaster zone to do it because uh, all the cars are going so fast and with a hill the amount of deceleration on that car would have been very bad it could have been as uh, Martin Brundle said an airplane crash if they if they had but thankfully everyone got through there okay um wouldn't be the last time the force Indians had a little tap there though uh vettel had a pretty good slipstream at the crest of or rouge uh, battling down the straight uh, it really looked like he had it uh, but actually um uh, pretty good um uh defense by hamilton uh votas also getting challenged by kimmy around that time as well uh w- did they all were they all okay coming out of the fifth and sixth corner i feel like that uh, was business as usual or did kimmy get passed
0: uh I-, I think it was business as usual yeah. not not a lot happened i think the top seven stayed the same for, right. for lap one uh, although hulkenberg and alonso were kind of Going back and forth there for a little bit. Yeah,
1: lap two, I think Alonso finally uh, got past him uh, with Ocon in the mix as well. Actually, they're kind of three way. Um, uh, so Alonso did well at the start, anyway.
0: Yeah, he he managed to pass Hulkenberg without DRS on the outside, while Ocon uh, moved to the inside of Hulkenberg, so they kind of split him. And Hulkenberg didn't really have anywhere to go, so he kind of did this scary wiggle thing. Yeah, uh, but did manage to defend from Ocon. Uh, some some really good driving by him. Uh, as you mentioned, Vettel sticking with Hamilton for uh, a lot of that, those first opening laps and uh, radios. For the moment, we can go with him. Um, so apparently uh, trying to put the pressure on. Mm. But eventually Hamilton pulls away. Um, lap three, Hülkenberg gets by Alonso in the same place as last time, which is that uh, the straight at the top of a Embarrassing.
1: Orange. He came over and, the radio. Uh,
0: Alonso not happy. Nuh-uh, not at all. Not happier
1: than no. Pascal Verline though, who retired that same lap.
0: He did. Uh, apparently, he had suspension problems, uh, which I guess jives with what we've heard about the curbs around here. Uh, they exploded tires apparently last year, so um, stands to reason that suspensions are uh, are uh, not too happy about. To yeah, yeah, sensitive. Uh, I had some commercial breaks rejoined lap eight and hey yeah. of course what do you know an engine problem for max verstappen lightning strikes again his Sad. sixth failure yeah he trundled up
1: and basically pulled in halfway down the straight um uh, ridiculous yeah another engineering problem for him i mean you, you could see him shaking his head in the in the uh in the cockpit. Um double wave, double yellows there. Most people eased off a little bit going down the straight. Uh, unfortunately one Kimi Raikkonen and failed to do so. Come on, he's already on that side of the road. <laughs> right. I mean they weren't expecting him to, to, you know, slow down entirely. That'd be ridiculous. But he didn't even lift off. You can watch the the replay of it. He he went full speed the whole way through, which is you know, that's waved double yellows. This is why we have the virtual safety car. It's because people can't follow um, these types of, of, of orders uh, rules. So, uh, yeah, rightfully got a 10-second stop. Go for it.
0: He did indeed. Uh, around that time, lap 11-ish, pit stops start to happen. Mm. Uh, Botas pits goes on to soft tires. Vettel pits also go on to softs. Um Uh, Hamilton then gets by Raikkonen for first place by a whisker at the top of a Rouge uh, after he pits, and uh, Raikkonen then pits a lap later. Mm. Uh, I thought that was pretty pretty thrilling. Nice Um, to see some
1: action up the front, even if it was uh, artificial.
0: (laughs) That's true. Uh, Lap 17, Vettel in second place has made up one second on Hamilton, but Hamilton pulls it away to 1.5 seconds soon after that. Uh, and actually, I do have the the in radio here. What do you mean? He was on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but there are waved yellow flags, Kimmy.
1: Yeah, the... T- you t- t- can't
0: just decide not to follow him.
1: Yeah, it's silly. I mean, he's not, like, in retrospect and, you know, in the moment, sure, it does, does not, like, debris all over the place, does not. But, like, there's nothing to say that, you know, that... A little bit of caution like you could say if you were if you were going to be annoying (laughs) that a car crash into the back of him at you know 200 kilometers an hour or 100 kilometers an hour isn't going to make much of a difference um or probably 280 kilometers an hour 180 kilometers an hour more like on that straight um or uh, 350 but like you know the, the having being aware of the like De- driving defensively in that position when, when the cards are spending the other 95% of the lap driving aggressively uh, is, isn't is too much to ask and you would think that a veteran like Kimmy would know that look if everyone else is going to give it up then ease off a little bit then he should have too
0: yeah and you know uh, easing off will give you um, a few more you know milliseconds of reaction time like yeah the, the impact is going to be relatively the same right? But, you know uh yeah. Also some good radio from Fernando Alonso. No more radio for the rest of the race. Ugh. Salty. Ugh. Lap 17 already. Yeah. salty. Or Alonso. Uh lap 18 Raikkonen serves that penalty elevating Botas to third place mm. and Ricardo to fourth. Uh 5 second penalty for Perez reading uh <laughs> leaving the track and gaining an advantage.
1: Yeah, he probably should have known to give one of those places back. Um a little bit yeah, silly Yeah, which
0: uh, I, I, c- calls to question in my mind, why they don't issue that command immediately? Like you see this a lot in MotoGP. Give the place back. Yeah, I mean like they they'll, do they'll in hold F1 from or... time
1: to time, but for whatever reason, they just didn't. Or, or maybe, maybe they didn't. He didn't listen. I didn't. I didn't. I, but I didn't hear it at all. I was as surprised as you are. Cause, and that's like to be honest, like th- that that bit like going down the Kemmel Strait and going wide at Lake Home is like pretty. You know it happens fairly often, so it's not like a very strange part of the track. So, like even in the moment, it seemed like oh, you should really give one of those back. Um, I, the danger is no one ever wants to do it when they've just because it was a double. Um, over there was three of them fighting there as well, so it would have been very difficult for him to give back just one place. Um, but I feel like that part of the track is about as common for oh for giving places back as like the last turn, like the Wall of Champions in Canada. Like it happens there all the time, so. I don't know. Maybe it says something about Perez's uh, mentality at the moment that he he didn't do it. And, you know, five-second time penalty, all things considered, could have been worse. But, you know, enough. I
0: mean, I feel like the the judgment on this stuff is so scattershot that as a driver, you can't, you know, give it back uh, before you've been issued a penalty because you might not be issued a penalty at all. So, yeah.
1: That's like the paradox of yeah doing the right thing right, like owning up is that you uh, you you don't own up to something you've done wrong because you think you might get away with it, um and it's only till after you get in trouble for it that it seemed like a bad idea, but I don't know there it just seemed like that was a real slam dunk uh for uh for for the the marshals or for the for race control rather um in that respect, and yeah unsurprisingly, you got a penalty for it,
0: yeah, um also i mean you said before not having a great race fernando alonso some really great <laughs> he just you can tell he, he's he's driving angry so there's a replay here at lap 26 uh, i don't know when it actually happened because i had a commercial break hmm. uh, shortly before that um i think they actually went back to it as
1: well i think it was two laps earlier but they didn't actually show okay. it in the moments they only replayed it after he he retired so it
0: it's Alonso muscling Palmer off the track. Yeah. Like, not even. It's like he's not even there. Yeah. And Palmer's just like, oh, come on. Alonso
1: just pushed me off the track. And it's in a really funny part of the. Like, it's down at. Is it Brussel? I think it's pronounced. Um, the really. Like, the 180 corkscrew downhiller, which is taken so slowly that you can easily. Like, there's nothing necessarily wrong with him, like, having the racing line and forcing somebody off it. But you can take that you can take there's probably 18 different ways you can take that corner it's right. so slow it's used as like a you know uh it's not like a it's not a place where you get many early in the race maybe in a bunch you might get an overtake going into it this is turn 10 um but like no it's he could have easily given some sort of space or even like what a lot of people will do is uh try and take it a little bit shorter so they get a launch off of turn 11 but instead he just yeah i think it's just him having a bad day he kind of had, was in, in his right to do it but it was like a bit of a dick yeah, move like, why? To just, like, just to what? slowly on. squeeze him off the track
0: yeah uh he also said um this is shortly before." Uh, uh there was a shot of him uh, in the pits, and I was like, Oh cool, Alonzo's retiring. And then they play um or I don't think they played it, NBC Sports um said that they heard it on the radio. That he said, uh any rain? Fernando Alonso asks, his engineer says no, and then he Alonzo says, Well then I've got an engine problem. Huh. I'm coming into pit. No way. Yep. Oh my god. I think he just quit the race oh my and he even they even asked him about it after the race uh i think he was talking to uh, will buxton and alonzo says quote uh it was a problem an engine problem we lost lost the power unfortunately and then honda a few days later says uh this is from f1 fanatic Honda's Yusuke Hasegawa says that the engine supplier could see "quote nothing in the data to indicate there was a problem with Fernando Alonso's McLaren oh, prior no. to his retirement." Oh I, I d- think dude just quit. I don't. I'm not sure. I like that. He rage quit. He I'm threw not sure. His controller. I like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, sure, the car is is doing, you know, not performing well. But if there's an element of danger, I don't mind if somebody has to retire in that respect. But dude, you're getting paid a wage to do a job for somebody like respect that you know and
0: for people that came to see you yeah for sure
1: yeah i mean yeah
0: you're not up at the front but come on man
1: i mean at this stage a lot of them were thinking that most of the dutch who who crammed the the stands at spa would have left um (laughs) with max verstappen and without their own grand prix they always tend to go down to spa um the germans obviously have their own usually and so a little bit less of them but uh uh, yeah, you're right. That's not a necessarily a, a, a nice thing to do for for anyone. No. So, yeah, not sure. No, not no. sure I like that at all, Fernando. Nope. That's the type of shit now. That's that is like there's a lot of talk about the fact that he is not exactly um, Martin Brundle. A couple of weeks back was had some sort of a Twitter. I think it was maybe a tweet about he thinks that right right before the break. Actually, the summer break. So it would have been about a month back. And when they did the whole. Um, ending of the season with him lying on the beach on the on the the beach chair and mm-hmm. uh, leaning back uh, that he wasn't exactly enamoring himself to other managers uh, other team owners um and i mean quitting a race is probably as bad a thing you can do like that that shows a level of apathy that i don't think anyone really wants to spend Alonso's wages on um to risk having so that's that's a bit of a shame
0: yeah i agree uh he you know he denies it and uh who knows that's One not good things. either
1: to, to have like miscommunicated to have basically either party saying the other one's lying is not exactly uh you know your engineers I'm going to go go all in for you if you're doing that shit do you know what I
0: mean yeah very true honda problems continue mm. uh lap 29 yikes force indias are fighting yeah pink blurs uh perez <clears throat> is ahead of uh, O'Khan. <laughs> yes, the Pink
1: Mist.
0: And, uh Just ahead of them is Massa, who is amazingly in ninth place. I don't even know how that happened, but there he is. Uh, also, Grosjean in seventh Magnussen in eighth. Um, Yeah, so the, the Force Indias, I think, came out of the pits together, and Ocon asks why Force India pitted Perez first. Quote, he had a time penalty... Uh, this is him, uh, his engineer, responding to Okan. He had a time penalty. Your tires are newer. Just stay on him. Mm. Uh, and so he does, and Perez tries to force the issue, uh, being in front of Okan, and blocks Ocon into the wall again on the way up to Aruge, which is the same place that they uh, came together on the opening lap, which is, you should, I'll link the... Uh, the start video from, from F1's YouTube channel right. in there, it's it's harrowing. Like, they they're, they buckle up against the wall at, like, you know, 150 miles an hour. Uh, but Ocon punctures Perez's right tire with his nose, spilling carbon fiber all across the first sector, and we get a safety car.
1: Yeah, shades of uh, Barrichello and Schumacher in Hungary in 2010. Um, very similar sort of incredibly dangerous thing to be doing uh, going at that speed. Um, when you have like when cars touch each other, you know there's a there's a reason why the roads in F in racing are so wide and that they have runoff and that we have barriers and we have all these things. Um, one of the most dangerous things you can add is a third element. That's why when there's a three car crash, it always tends to be way worse because the the, the safety that you have inherent in having a wide track and having runoff and having space is then sort of uh, lost. And one of the worst things you can do is not just having the car, it's actually involving a wall. So it's something that like drivers are obviously very sensitive to. Um, it's the type of thing where like there's a different version of that crash where Perez and Ocon hit that wall... Uh, and then Ocon gets spun back across the track, hits Perez. There's another wall, and, like, God knows what goes on, right? It's like they fucking bounce around yeah. like pinballs. So, yeah, I mean, he had, like, he had the line. Weirdly enough, Ocon kind of came out of it better because when they bopped off each other, he sort of took the racing line up O Rouge. Perez didn't necessarily, like... We you've seen what happens when there's really cool like that Ricardo overtake or not Ricardo the um uh uh, Mark Webber overtake going up Au Rouge a couple of years back like you can have really good racing up there, um but obviously Perez decided to sort of I don't know take the cowardly defense of it um got a puncture for his for his uh, troubles Uh, Ocon's front wing was pretty messed up as well but at the very least both of them drove away pretty okay considering um. Not very cool, like the Barricheller schumacher thing went on for months after like there was a conversation about that forever. like that's how dangerous that was. And it wasn't the same speed because you get really fast going in that straight and hungry. But I feel like this was this was pretty bad,
0: yeah, yeah, i uh, the the question that I always come back to with you know when considering Perez and Okani is that this stuff never happened when Hulkenberg was Perez's team right so i don't know if it's some you know it's probably a combination of a lot of things but you know if i had to guess it's maybe some combination of O'Conn trying to stake his claim and perez saying no i'm the i'm the first driver you know yeah i
1: mean i think people would say O'Conn is the better driver they say okan might be a championship winner um okan's there because he's a good driver perez comes with but you know a fan base not that that's an element of that as well um so yeah, I think that's. Uh, I don't think Barrys is doing himself any favors though. Between getting a, a relatively silly uh, time penalty um, for for going wide at Lake home and not giving it back, and then I mean, getting overtaken by a teammate's not cool, but also retiring or getting ruining both your races by doing something that ridiculously defensive is is, yeah. is worse. So you know, I don't know. I don't think his head was in the right spot this weekend.
0: Agreed. Uh, Hamilton, not happy about this safety car call. Uh-uh. Uh, um, everyone pits and puts on new uh, ultra soft tires. Except for Botas, he goes on to soft tires. I think a few other guys did I think too. Hamilton uh, went soft as Hamilton, well. I think both of them, yeah. Yes, he also did, and Fettel went on ultra soft.
1: Only 14 laps to go, I think. Maybe maybe less once the safety car goes in. Probably 11
0: yeah, I think you're right. Uh, safety card goes in, but because I'm watching on NBC, they cut in at the middle of the restart, which is cool. Was?
1: Oh yeah. Oh wait, they cut back or they went to commercial?
0: They they cut back during the middle of the restart. Oh man, all so right. They had too many commercials for their commercial break. Oof. I think I'm I think I'm done, man. I think I'm just <laughs> I can't. I'm like Fernando Alonso with NBC Sports Network. I just, <laughs> you're just. I got, I got modem problems. I got my TV box. Danny, I've been, I do a podcast. It's supposed to be on the up and up, right? Yeah. It's, you know, I don't, we don't make any money at this, but I'm trying to be professional.
1: (laughs) Uh,
0: But I can't, I can't do my, I can't do this non-job without all the information. We don't even do ads on the podcast but still,
1: advertising is ruining our podcast. <laughs> Many a podcast has been ruined by advertising, but ours is one of them, regardless of the fact that we actually don't have any advertising. So thanks, thanks, advertising. Yes. Uh-huh. You me to tell you what I, I mean it was a pretty good restart um the, the whole thing is when hamilton's gonna go right so uh he, right. he he pushed right at the end going into that ridiculously tight um little shit uphill chicane uh, coming into the, the straight um uh, but Vettel kept on him pretty good uh and in fact like almost got past him on the camel straight like again it looked like he he almost did it um not so much almost
0: was ricardo on botas though you saw that right dude yeah he's out of nowhere yeah ricardo gets around botas and Räikkönen follows him yeah uh and botas something something i don't know what you know he went wide somewhere or something happened and he had to dive over the speed bumps mm. uh at that chicane yeah
1: pushed Ricardo um, up into the the podium and then i guess came into fourth
0: indeed and that was kind of the last exciting thing that happened yeah that's how it ended. Uh, Vettel was flirting with DRS range, but couldn't get it done. and yeah. Perez retired on lap 43. But at the end, it was Hammy, whole Hammy on top, followed by Mistress Sebastian Vettel, Daniel Ricardo, running out the podium, earning another podium for Daniel. Yeah, Mike.
1: he's had a bunch this year.
0: No, shitties
1: all round. Well, maybe not, <laughs> but yeah.
0: You know. Uh. Yeah, he, he did not do a shooey this time, but he did like whip up the crowd while Mark Weber was trying to interview everyone. Right, he was doing a wave. Mark Weber uh, has
1: a, like a weird uh, way of interviewing. Like I like he kind of comes up as passive aggressive or something. I don't know what it is, but he's just like there's something like I don't know, like loaded. Like I wonder if all the other drivers don't like him or something. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Yeah,
0: it can't, or like he hates everyone. You can't or, really yeah, tell.
1: I really can't tell. It's, but there's yeah. something there. It's I don't know. Maybe it's just his way about him is not very natural. Um, I like Mark Webber, but yeah, it's a yeah, me too. It's a strange one. Yeah, the crowd was. Uh, uh, Ricardo had some lovely things to say about Max actually as well, um, uh, and the and the and the Dutch fans that were there, the, uh, which was nice to see after what happened in the last race, of course.
0: Did you see, uh, uh, Ricardo's comments after the race? No. And when, uh, he was asked at the, uh, the, the press briefing, um, why his car didn't break down, why Max's did. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> Ricardo says something like, uh, well, you know, I take care of my car. I talk to my car. I caress it. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say it's foreplay but you know max he's young he just he gets right in there <laughs> like he had this long oh my uh, god double entendre that uh the formula one twitter account retweeted oh so, that's brilliant uh, i'll i'll include that that's as well. a smart way
1: of deflecting that type of question yes that's pretty good this guy's got their head screwed on that's pretty good
0: uh speaking of a head screwed on Kimi raikkonen in fourth place Valtteri Bottas in fifth. Nico Hülkenberg in sixth. Roman Grosjean in seventh. I think Haas's best finish ever. Hmm. Uh, Felipe Massa in eighth. Wow. Esteban Ocon in ninth. And Carlos Sainz rounding up the top ten. Lance Stroll in 12th, followed by Danny Kvyat, Julian Palmer, Stoffel Van Dorn, Kevin Magnussen, Marcus Ericsson, and Sergio Perez uh, two laps down since he retired. Not classified were Fernando Alonso, Max Verstappen, and Pascal Verlein. Du, du, du. And that is Belgium. That was far, yeah. In a nutshell,
1: we got another one coming up this weekend, though. We do. Should we just roll right into that? Sure. I mean, Monza is like a, an interesting one because there's not really like all that much to say about. It's a very simple track. Like it's been, it's been classic. A, yeah, it's it totally. It's like the, the the oldest track. I think joint with maybe Silverstone. I forget. I always forget. Um. But, uh, yeah, like, it, it's been, they, it, I think it'll turn 100. Yeah, 1922. Like, so it's going to turn 100 years in the in not-too-distant future. Um, super track. Uh, it's got a bunch of different tra- uh, um, uh, um, tracks in it. But the one that we are using now is basically what they've been using forever. Um, and it's essentially, like, four flat-out areas and then, like, four cornering a five cornering areas and that's it um and two, two, three of them are chicanes basically it's it 's a very simple um track uh, very high speed uh, lots of high speed corners but also lots of uh, pretty two pretty uh, one very slow one um but, and it 's all about engine power there's not much tire wear there um it's a one stop for most of the time um in fact it was back in i think twenty eleven that vettel uh, actually, didn't do a stop until his last lap because he needed to do a stop because you're you're not allowed not do a stop. Um, hmm. uh, so that's the type of like tire where you're used to at Monza. Uh, it generally, doesn't rain either. It's usually pretty good. Um, the track gets you know warm enough in the sun. Some of it's shaded around the the sort of trees around the Lesmo curves and and Curva Grande um, and certainly down the the straight going into Ascari. So uh, it's 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 a it's a fun track i think after the challenge of spa Monza's a kind of a fun one um for everyone to go around uh, like i said all about engine power so mercedes and ferrari will um you know if if what hamilton was saying a couple of days ago about them not having the best car this year he reckons and um, then hopefully uh, we'll have some good uh good battling and of course uh, uh monza means a lot to um the ferrari uh folks of course uh being in italy so uh the uh the fans will be out in full color uh, for Vettel and Kimi Raikkonen.
0: Uh so the speaking lap, of red guess, mist sorry one speaking of red mist.
1: Yes, for sure. Um uh, so hopefully we'll you know get get uh get the points are pretty close now so you know hopefully they'll continue to do that as we get into the last quarter of the of the calendar. Uh so a, a lap in it generally is uh, I mean the the start finish straight is not particularly long but it's da- down into a very um, deep breaking zone uh, at the first uh, set of chicanes. Uh, different on the first lap to every other lap because on every other lap you're coming out of Parabolica and they've got an extra, God knows, I don't know, 800 feet maybe of, of accelerating on a very fast uh, corner coming into that. Um, but still, there tends to be quite a lot of overtaking around, in and around uh, the first uh, chicane uh, big runoff area on it. there's a there's a track for you to drive down if, if you missed the corner completely as well and generally in the first lap people skip it all over the place and they don't really hand places back because it's all just a total clusterfuck. Um, then they're into curva biasano which we sort of call curva grande the big curve which is a very fast uh, right hander uh, into the second set of chicane, the second chicane uh, the Variante 2 which is taken much much faster than the first and it's it's, it's relatively you sort of coast over it uh, and then you're into the Lesmo curves which are two wonderful right hand and uh, 90 degrees they're taken pretty fast though the first Lesmo you take it about 5th gear um, second one a little bit a uh, little bit uh, slower, uh, fourth gear probably and then you're into uh, a nice kind of windy uphill uh, tree covered uh, straight um, which then brings you into Ascari which is a, a quick little sort of, I, I like to call it a sort of a quick, uh, like a fast chicane, it's like a left right left where you're retaining, qu- it's quite hard, there's like, a, there's like a bump right as you're entering it and because of the uphill cresting nature of it, the drivers can't really see um, uh, exactly where the apex of the the left-hander is. So they sort of dive into it, uh, retain quite a lot of speed because essentially then they're on the fourth straight uh, of this track. Uh, At the end of that is the Parabolica, everyone's favorite Tool album and Corner, um, which is a crazy 180 degree... sort of double apex corner. It's quite tight at the start. It sort of opens up a little bit. They also gave it a lot more runoff back in 2011. Uh, Maybe later, maybe it was 2013. So it's uh, not as punishing if you went over, um, if you took too much speed into it and went over uh, the left uh, side of it over the top, then you would have been in the gravel before. Uh, But now it's a little bit more forgiving. Uh, Has that lovely signature little bump in the road as you're leaving uh, very fast down into the pit stop. Uh, Probably the easiest pit in the... Entire Formula One calendar. Um, in fact, the only difficult thing about it is people slowing down before they hit the the, the limit uh, line. Uh, we've had a couple of people in the past uh, miss that one out, uh, and then essentially you're down into that straight again, uh, very very fast. And I think they take uh, probably well, it's probably the fastest part of the whole track before they dive back down into the um, the first chicane and start all over again. Fun, fun circuit. Like it a lot.
0: Excellent. Well, let's talk tires, Danny. Sure. Uh- Almost everyone has the exact same tires. Yeah. So we've got uh, mediums, soft, and super soft here. Uh, everybody's got one medium, two softs, and ten super softs, with, with the exception of Mercedes, Force India, and Haas, who all have three right. of the softs. Um, and uh, one fewer super yeah, soft. Yeah, Monza's like a known quantity for a yeah, lot of I these Yeah, I mean, it's been around forever, so yeah. everybody's got data. Yeah. Except for, you know, Haas, maybe. Um. But uh, they may not be using those, Danny, for qualifying because... Oh, no, rain? While we are uh, mid-70s or low-20s, if you're Celsius, on Saturday, scattered thunderstorms wow, okay. with a 44% chance of precip hmm. at Monza. Yeah. I'm trying to f- uh, I'm f- Sunday, however, similar temps, no precipitation. Okay.
1: There you go. Yeah, I have it in my head that it's the that rain is not particularly um, uh, common there, so that's uh, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We have a forty four percent chance. I'll take those odds. Shall we take it around the world? We shall. We shall race around the world. Formula Two will be supporting Formula One. The second Formula. Monster better right. than the
1: first find mm, out
0: the sequel uh car will be at watkins Glen international Ooh. uh camping world truck i feel like we haven't gotten any truck action in a while mother truckers is that the canadian tire motorsports park in Bowmanville, Ontario, Canada. Andy Bowmanville, my favorite
1: town in all of Canada. I love Canadian tires. They're like regular tires, but they're made
0: of uh, Bhutan, I believe. Well, this is the Chevy Silverado 250. Ooh. So American car, but you can put Canadian tires on it. Eric sure. Pope can put your tires on your car. Yeah,
1: don't drive across the border though, because they'll they'll check your papers.
0: Uh, the FIA World Rally Cross Championship. Is in Lo, Lo-, 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 Lo- Hague, France <laughs> for the Br- I feel I feel like this Bre- happened Bretagne. last year as well.
1: This is ringing a bell.
0: Wo- World Rallycross of France, sure. Loeck. Uh. Loéch Lo- Duval, Loéch yeah, Duval. Yeah, Rallycross uh, <laughs> World Endurance Championship uh, is at the Autódromo Hermanos Rodríguez. That's my favorite in Autodromo. Ciudad de Mexico. Mexico. Oh. For the six hours of Mexico. Six hours of uh, Mexico. That's not enough. Give me more. Uh, well, you're actually going to get less, I think, next year, because I believe Toyota is the only constructor remaining in the LMP1 class of oh the World Endurance Championship. I don't want to see racing series go out like that. Mm. Especially one that, like, I feel like the World Endurance Championship is one of those, like it's, that's the series that puts hair on your chest, right? right? That's, that's what, that's what real race fans watch, realer than me, because it's six hours. Are you crazy? <laughs> uh, the NHRA is at Lucas Oil Raceway in Indianapolis, Indiana, mm. uh, for the Chevrolet Performance U.S. Nationals. Ooh. And finally. Yes,
1: Drew. You knew it was coming. Oh, my goodness. I've been waiting it's for NASCAR
0: this. At the Darlington Raceway in Darlington, South Carolina. Darling, I'll be back. I have to go watch NASCAR. <laughs> Darling, it's the Bojangles Southern 500. <laughs> of course it is. I could not get more southern than that. Oh, uh, I went to a Bojangles not but uh, six weeks
1: ago while I was in. Did you? I was in Knoxville, Tennessee. I had some Bojangles.
0: Did you fill up your NASCAR cup with soda? I did. And grits. Mmm.
1: Brad Shoemaker told me what to buy. I forget <laughs> what I was. He does a, love
0: it. It's a turkey oh, something.
1: God. It was a turkey biscuit something. Or a chicken biscuit something. Was, F1 is also on this weekend. It was the driest meal I've ever had.
0: <laughs> you gotta pour gravy on it. That's yeah, what you do. gravy up that biscuit. mm mm uh, Friday, September 1st at 1 a.m. Pacific Time on NBC Sports Network app is free practice one, followed by free practice two at 5 a.m. on NBC Sports Network. Free practice three streaming live at 2 a.m. on Saturday on NBC Sports Network app, uh, followed by qualifying at 5 a.m. And the race, Danny, Sunday, 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 Sunday 5 a.m. Ugh pacific time Ugh. nbc sports network i will not be watching it live unfortunately
1: i, will be I might not be watching
0: st- it on nbc sports
1: network <laughs> you will, yeah you'll be watching ads on it
0: man i would i happily pay for moto gp
1: right yeah it's so good but we've beaten I love this thing to death so but much. come on man it's coming nobody's <sighs> really doing it i'm sure
0: i know yes i just I have to keep our keep our
1: yeah bated breath hopefully. I'm I'm actually although I am looking forward to the race. Um uh, my home county Waterford is in the All Ireland hurling final um which we have not won uh, in in eons in 50 plus years. Uh, wow. Um I was in Dublin, I flew home for the last time we were in the final, which was uh, 10 years ago now I think, maybe 9 against Kilkenny and we were hockeyed um, but it is basically the biggest thing happening in my family and Wait. hometown right now All, my oh. whole family is going to it my dad played for our county years ago so it's like a whole thing and my brother works for the national broadcaster and has taken the day off work to go to it <laughs> as a civilian
0: that's amazing <laughs> uh, in
1: fact it did at the semis as well so I will nervously be watching that in a Seattle bar um, thinking about everyone back home uh, but I will catch the race afterwards for sure
0: fantastic mm. uh Wait, it's hurling, but you said you got hockeyed.
1: Yeah, as it, it's ter- term of phrase. Hurling's kind of like hockey.
0: What do you mean you got hockeyed?
1: We got hockey. Do you not have that phrase? Hockeyed. No. Oh, hockeyed is like you got like smashed, trounced, like, trounced. Okay. Yeah,
0: totally. Yeah. All right.
1: Oh yeah, I got hockeyed, man.
0: I heard. Maybe you can help me with this one. Sure. Uh, I've been watching. Some back episodes of the Great British Baking Show. Oh, okay. Which is... Bake Off?
1: Oh, Baking Show. That's the American version of it, isn't it?
0: Uh, there's British people.
1: Yeah, I think it's the American version, though. I don't know. What? It's the Great British Bake Off, it's
0: called. Oh. In the UK. Maybe... Yeah, there's, there's a PBS bumper on the front, so maybe they renamed it. Right. Uh, anyway... There's a guy there. I'm mm. watching the 2014 season, and I think he's from Manchester. Okay. And when the judges come up to him to see what he's baked, he says, "Are you all right?" as a greeting. Okay. Yeah. Like when I hear "Are you all right," it's it's like if if I've just done something that I may have hurt myself, someone asks me, you're "Are right. you all right?" Yeah, you're all right. It's not a it's not a greeting. No. What about like, "Hey, doing?" It? Yeah. Like, it's, would, but would that be normal? I, I, yeah. When I thought about it, though how you doing is kind of like when you break the words down it's asking the same exact yeah. thing
1: what about what's the story
0: yeah you ever heard that yeah. one that'd be a very Irish oh sure thing.
1: that's because yeah I'm, I'm i mean irish, i, heard, I hear
0: a lot of tv detectives use that right so it makes yeah. sense
1: i think it's cotty on scale it's like a, a greeting in irish which is what is the story nice
0: yeah uh, okay that's, yeah, so that's, that's not a no that's a britishism
1: yeah that's probably a, a mancunian thing um they have they have their own thing going on up there, uh, their own <laughs> accent, their own sayings. I mean, it's worse on the Isle of Man, which is the sort of that's mank in its in its very purest form. Uh, but yeah, Liverpool and Manchester would have their own crazy stuff going on, and then up the north make-est. in Newcastle, it'd be even weirder. Mm, I do like a Newcastle. There's lots. Of, yeah, right. I couldn't believe how popular that was in America when I came over here. You couldn't so- get like Nuki on top in London, but
0: when I moved to America, it was fucking everywhere. <laughs> it was weird sebastian Vettel, mm. speaking of weird 220 points Ooh. hamilton 213 Ooh. closing in yeah. valtteri botas with 179 ricardo with 132 raikkonen's got 128 verstappen's got 67 perez with 56 verstappen has uh dnf'd six of the last 12 races and is still in sixth place yeah Perez has 56, Ocon's got 47, Signs with 36, Hülkenberg in 10th with 34, Massa's got 27, Grosjean with 24, Stroll with 18, Magnussen's got 11, Alonso 10, Verline 5, at 4, Van Dorn 1, Palmer, Ericsson, Antonio Giovinazzi, Ooh. Jensen Button, and Paul DeResta with zero.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mercedes on... Top with 392 mm. constructor points. Ferrari's got 348. That's close. Mm. Uh, closer than I'm used to seeing, at least. Uh, Red Bull's got 199. Force India with 103. Williams has 45. Toro Rosso has 40. Haas has 35. Renault's got 34. McLaren Honda with 11, and Sauber with five. As always. You can find our show notes on F1.cool, along with how to subscribe via RSS, iTunes, Google Play, and wherever podcasts are sold. Until next time. Danny, do you have anything else? No. That's uh
1: I'm looking forward to this race. I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. I kinda like all the next uh, the next races coming up, so it's gonna be super fun.
0: Sounds good. Mm. I am Drew Scanlon.
1: I'm at Danny Dwyer.
0: If you would like to support us, uh, we are both on Patreon. I am at patreon.com slash clothmap. Danny at patreon.com slash Danny if you're a PAX, have a good race weekend if you're a PAX, yes that's
1: right come to the witcher panel uh, sunday main theater at noon um yeah gonna have a fun time i if you see me at pax come say hey i've got no clip stickers i'm gonna be throwing them out
0: there Oh, sick yeah buy me newcastle i sure won't up to date
1: you <laughs>